Sorry, guys. This is uh, we just had to go upstairs and clear something up. So, what do you think? We just cleared it up with. with you see that? Yeah, I think it was really interesting because um, you know I had a sponsor call me with a resentment and tell me his side of the story and and the side that he gave made me come away saying he's one hundred percent in the right. Uh huh. And I made the mistake of not saying what's the truth yeah what's the rest of the story what was all of that a reaction to yeah and then we got in the room with all parties involved and i realized that it was, may- maybe he's 33 percent right well it was it was it was it was really interesting when you hear someone like abby who's not involved just kind of like talk about it you know what i mean because yeah. she doesn't get attitude because she doesn't give attitude but carter's mm. always doing that I mean, I think I think the truth is they you. they pressure cook each other mm-hmm. into where yeah, they nobody get. Nobody in this house should be doing that to staff. No, I understand. And you no, and I can see from when when he's being talked to about it, all of the kind of eye rolling and the whole physicality. The issue I want to bring up with him is that, like, if he thinks he's not doing that in every area of his life, he's delusional. Yeah. And this yeah. idea of like, I just want to get back to work. It's like, if you get called on anything at work and you react like that, yeah. it'd be the last time you work for a while. Yeah. So, so he's being given the space to figure that out here before it becomes career ending. And relationship ending and all kinds of endings. Well, relationships I, I, are all, any, any two people engaged in <clears throat> contact as a relationship. Yeah. Billy, you can drive Sam home. Yeah. I gotta go. Do you know how to get into my house? You mean your house? Yeah. I'm leaving right now. Oh. You guys are gonna finish. You can drive him home to my house. And you guys can go hang out at my house till I get back. Where are you going, Pat? Mother's Day thing. Oh. But I really was interested what you were gonna say because I don't know if you even know about the specifics or even care. You can see what just happened up there too. I thought it was very cool because Well because of the dynamics. It's a family. Yeah. It's a unit. Cause I, and it's like communication, like open, honest, encouraged to be loving communication. Yeah, and you got so many people that you have outsiders that can give you non-biased opinions exactly. and stuff. And, and yeah, what, it, what it's also bringing out is this idea that no matter how sure I am that I'm right, which Carter was, he was absolutely sure he was 100% in the right. For me, all spirituality lies in the realization that even if I'm right about all the things I can see or all of the parts I would tell you if I was retelling the story, I might not be right about all the parts I can't see. Yeah. It's not Guar- that I'm wrong. It's just that I might yeah. not be right. And it's in, the, it's in the possibility that I might not be right that all growth lies. All of the shifts in perspective, all of the... I just find it remarkable how well they take it. Like, I've seen different people on, they call I guess, on blast. And, you know, they kind of fight a little bit, and then they give in. Well, also, they're not being blasted. They're being um, held and supported to face up to... Because it's not... What they're not being hit with is, here's all the reasons why you fail. What they're being hit with is, can you see how your defects are in your way? Mm-hmm. And and it's very hard to argue that because they all they're all being faced with that on a minute by minute basis. And the great thing about this house and the the ver- the fact the reason they're so lucky is that they have a they the, the 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 residents are all people who have somehow found a way to call each other on this stuff in a way that is supportive, 
is caring, is non-confrontational, even when it's confrontational. Yes. And as a result, you're saying you're surprised they don't just jump up and run out. But in these dynamics, but if I was to do that with my ex, it wouldn't go so easy. This structure here, it makes that possible. Like... Right, but this is... You raise an interesting point, which is that you have an established dynamic with your ex. And so if you were to go to her and try and operate on this basis, this is not... The structure of this house is not the established dynamic in your marriage. So you can't suddenly just place it on top of your marriage and expect it to fit. Um, All I'm saying is out there in the world, when you confront somebody, even if it's in a very calculated, loving, non aggressive combative way you're still not going to reach them so i had a i had a cat or you might or you might not i don't know i had a cat when i had two cats when i was younger and one i had from the the pretty much the day it was born and the first time i picked it up i got hold of it under its belly and i flipped it over on its back and i held it like i was cradling a baby mm-hmm. and as a result throughout its life you could all that was how it was held it didn't mm-hmm. want to be held any other way hmm. If you ever try and do that to a cat, you've never done that before, you're going to get scratched and bitten to fuck. <laughs> because it's not an established mode in which they feel safe. Mm-hmm. The reason it works in this house is because it's the structure they've been living mm-hmm. since day one. And when someone comes in new, they see an operative structure and they fall in line with it. Whereas your marriage has a completely different yeah. operative structure. And that, but- what Pat said was really pretty profound that like... If we're not in a place like this, we have to mess up again and again and again, talk to a sponsor, do step work, and then finally we see, oh, this is what I'm doing, but it often is behind a a lot of damage. Mm. It's difficult. I mean, every time I've been in a relationship with a girl where we say, you know, like, how we're doing things is not working, let's try and do them differently. Mm-hmm. It's so hard not to go back to the original way. Oh, you just way. do. You just don't because it's ingrained. You don't right. even know anymore. Because it's other the way. established structure, and this is yeah. the established structure here. It's. Um, I'm yeah, really curious, think, and now that we're on that topic, if I ever do like hook up with somebody, mm. I'm going to be so curious to see how it goes because it's been so long, and I feel like I really want something genuine you know based on something real like same kind of maybe paths or something you know like it's been i don't know maybe 10 years since i've been in a a, you know i I was in a long relationship and had a kid and all that and then there was a couple years maybe before that and now it's a year after Mm. it's been like a decade and now i feel old and ugly so i don't even know if it'll happen but if it does, I don't honestly think you're either of those things. Oh, thank you. <laughs> but uh, yeah. But what you're, you're so what you're saying is you you want something meaningful as opposed to something momentary. Well, ultimately, but I'll take momentary for sure. I'll take. I'm looking for love, but I'll settle for sex. <laughs> well, uh, I'm not going to settle. I'll just take sex while I'm looking for love. You might not find it if you keep doing that. Yeah, maybe not, and that's why maybe God has kept so, me out of all of it. Um, years ago, I had 900 bucks in the world, in the whole world, and uh, I got a call about a job. And uh, it was two grand a week, four days a week, in a situation that would have drained me of all of my recovery, my serenity, and my peace in every way. What would have? 
The job itself. The, oh, the job itself, uh-huh. as it was described, was something that I personally find incredibly challenging to mm. uh, not be affected by. What is the job? It was looking after someone who was um, uh, very uh, mentally ill mm. and, and prone to um, large, apparently nonviolent outbursts. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't rest easily with that kind of um, interaction. It upsets me for a long time after the interaction. So I called a friend of mine and I said, look, I've got 900 bucks in the world and I've got an opportunity to make two grand a week um, looking after someone who's, who's really struggling, but they're not a safe place to be around. And he said, if you want the kind of work you want, you have to turn down the kind of work you don't want. Yeah. And it's become a principle for me in all things. If oh, you want the too. kind of friends, relationships, jobs, in my job people now, in your life. I have to turn down opportunities you, all the time. Yeah, but what you're doing is creating space for the kinds of yes, people, it, it opportunities, works. jobs, money, <clears throat> sources of money and income that you do want. Yeah. Um, but I, I genuinely think there's something about that we, we seem to get tested with. You know, you say you want this. How and the question is: Is that true? Here's this thing that you say you don't want. I don't know. I mean, what do you want? You're single, man. What would you like to have? Just out of curiosity. I mean, it, it, I don't know if this is a diversion from the question, but in all honesty, no, I'll, I'll answer it after you answer that. No, no. no I mean, I'm, I, I, I'm the thing that comes to mind. I hope just doesn't sound like a kind of you know fridge magnet response, but. I um someone recently I was hanging out with a great friend of mine and his wife and she said, Are You dating anyone, Sam? And I said, I'm I'm really not right now, and the truth is I haven't met anyone that's worth the price of my freedom. And that's honestly how I feel about it. Like right now, and I'm not saying I, I mean I'm not jaded, I meet lots of great people, but are they worth the price of my freedom? At the moment, as things stand, the answer is no. Um that doesn't mean I'm closed off. Is that the from, correct way of looking at it? Is there a correct way to look at it? There's uh, more correct and more wrong, I think. I don't know that there's right or wrong. There's only what is. Well, is it really going to take your freedom? Well, I mean, look, so that's a, a valid question. Um, I found one of the most challenging things about being married was that I was in the car one day and I had this realization that almost sent me into a panic attack, which is that if I'm in the car and I'm not on my way home, there has to be a reason. Mm. And it just made me want to get on the 10 and start driving east and never look back. And, you know, it's because, you know, yeah. I am I am someone who... And I'm sure there are a lot of people either screaming at the their podcast right now or who would scream at me to say, in any healthy relationship, you have uh, total autonomy that you live with the other person. I was at a wedding recently and I said to, um, I may have brought this up before, actually I think I remember um, discussing it when we were talking with um, Carly, but the, the I saw a guy at a wedding, he's 85 years old, and he, I said to him, how are you? He's an old family friend. And, and he said, I'm completely in love with my wife. And I said, please tell me how, because they've been married for 60 years. And he said, it's really simple. We have, li- we have completely separate lives that we live together. And as a result, we have a chance to miss each other. We have something to talk about. And we 
feel excited to be together at the end of the day because we didn't spend the whole thing together. Which to me sounds like the perfect formula for, or at least form, on which to build a very healthy relationship. And the truth is that was the opposite of my relationship and my experience of relationships in the past is that they are hyper-codependent um, and that it it's always been very difficult for me to maintain um, autonomy and identity in the face of the relationship. So instead of being me, I am a boyfriend and or husband first. And, and look, in it, I really do believe that in any healthy relationship, there's the you, the me, and the we. This is not an original idea of mine, but the the we has to come first for the you and the me to sustain. Um, but within that, I think the you and the me can often get so overlooked in this idea that like, if we are together, we must be thriving. I think, honestly, that's how we burn out. I think that um, we have to have completely separate, not completely separate, I don't mean never spend time together, but we have to have our own friends and our own lives and our non-intermingled jobs. Even if we work together, just find ways to um, maintain <clears throat> I think it's that and so much more, and I don't even know what it is, but... It's I mean, a, look, I'm massively rambling, but all I'm really f- very un- inarticulately trying to illustrate is that <laughs> I struggled to maintain identity in relationships. Yeah. And the truth is, I mean, we've talked about this before, but, you know, my, my marriage ended four years ago. And um, it's taken that long to really get on solid ground again to a place where I really feel like I'm, I've dropped back into my own skin. I know exactly who I am. I know my mind, I know my voice, I know how I feel about things, I know how I feel about the world, I feel good about what I'm doing professionally, and I'm, you know, the boat is not rocking, like I'm in, I'm in good, calm waters, and again, when I say the price of my freedom, what I mean is like, I'm not super into the idea of like, capsizing that right now, and again, you know, a healthy relationship wouldn't capsize it. I, I hear you. No, I hear what you're saying, but it definitely impacts your life in a big way. So. Yeah, I mean, I and yeah, and, and um, maybe maybe I'm horribly jaded, but I I I don't know. I, I honestly don't. Um, I don't know if this is a horrible thing to say, but I don't. I mean, I don't know that many people who are married who are who are over the moon about it. Or even happy. They just seem to be clinging on for as long as they possibly can. Because again, I think that I don't, I don't think marriage actually fits with human nature. I think that the a couple hundred years ago, the church told us it was what was good and right, and we're all crucifying ourselves for the fact that it's hard, and it's hard because it's completely against human nature. Hmm. I don't know if it is or isn't, but to have a partner. I mean, the partner. I mean, like- maybe maybe I'm tarring everyone with the same brush. It was it was very antithetical to my personal makeup. I found that that it didn't matter whether I wanted to stay or go. I just couldn't. You know, it seemed to me like there was a voice in my head saying, it "Doesn't matter that you want to stay; you can't leave." And that again, it made me feel like a caged lion all mm. the time. Um, and that had nothing to do with my wife. It had nothing to do with yeah, her at all. I don't know why. 
why I reacted that way also. But the one thing that was really great about it is you're a team. It's a lot easier to do things as a team than alone. At it's least much easier to build a life, I think, in a, in a, in a healthy partnership. Yeah. But I think the partnership has to be healthy. You know, my, my experience is that the unhealthier our relationship got, the more impossible it was for either of us to be of any use to ourselves or anyone else. Um, and towards the end of my marriage, I couldn't make any money. I couldn't seem to succeed at anything that I tried mm. because my marriage was holding both of us underwater. Mm. And if you can't breathe, you can't function. Yeah, I know that she now is making money and she's very independent and she seems to really be enjoying it. I'm happy for her. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think... Um, I think I'm not saying, you know, this is the true of good marriage. I think if you're in a good marriage, continue doing that. I'm saying if you're in an unhealthy marriage, um, I think it blocks everything from functioning or flowering. Yeah, you're right. And yeah. that when my experience is that when we finally admitted that what we were doing was no longer sustainable, everything that seemed to be blocked in my life started to f flood in. Hmm literally the next day hmm. I'm not even I'm not even like it's not even like putting a cute button on it it was literally 24 hours later that oh. an email came in that changed everything that had been blocked during our marriage so not to put too fine a point on it I really do believe in this idea that that you have to create space with the things that are not working in your life for the things that you want to come in yeah, and I guess a lot of that for me is fear, you know, fear that I'll lose, fear of abandonment, fear of lying, you know, all, all kinds of fears. Yeah, the thing that kept me in my marriage for as long as I stayed was I am terrified of what letting this go will look like. Mm -hmm. I'm terrified that we'll spend the rest of our lives at war. I'm terrified I'll never see my daughter again. Mm -hmm. I'm terrified that she will learn and grow to hate me. Mm -hmm. I'm terrified that she will blame me. Mm -hmm. And... The interesting thing about it, it's a little bit like admitting I needed to get sober. I was terrified of admitting I, got, I needed to get sober, and it turned out to be the admission that made possible everything great about my life. And in the same way, I'm not saying you know any of my marriage is responsible for everything great about my life, but but I am saying that it, the admitting admitting that leaning into surre surrendering to the fear that I have absolutely no idea how the hell we're going to do this or what any of it is going to look like. All I know and what made me made me admit that fact, all I know is it has to be better than this. Even if I'm living out of my car and my daughter hates me, <laughs> it surely has to be better than this. Mm -hmm. And the truth is that the, the truth of my experience of what happened as a result of that admission is it was the opposite of all of my fears. My fear was that I would be at war with my, my wife for the rest of our lives. And we are great friends today. The night that we agreed to separate, we sat on the couch, we held hands, we said the serenity prayer, and we made an agreement to never go to war and to make our child the center of every decision we ever make. And we've stuck to it. Well, my separation was the complete opposite Right. But we're st still the outcome is we're friends and we do things for our, our kid. And yeah. You ultimately, you, you know, what we said that night was we get to decide what our experience of divorce is. It doesn't need to look like 
it did for our parents or we've seen on TV. Like, we can decide how this goes. And we've always decided between ourselves. We filled out all of the mediation paperwork over coffee, most of which during that time we just talked about how great our daughter is and got some takeout. It was unbelievable. And, you know, I see my daughter every day. I, I'm honestly couldn't have a better relationship with either of them. Mm. The quality and the grace of the separation I have with my ex-wife is the thing in my recovery of which I'm most proud. Mm-hmm. Because my daughter is an incidental fact of life. I'm extremely proud of her, but she's not the result of my recovery. But the, the grace in my separation is the result of both my recovery and that of my ex-wife. For sure. Because I didn't... My mom and dad can't be in the same room. They're both sober a long time, and they've been separated 35 years. Hmm. Um, so I didn't yeah, learn this mine, from them. Mine went from hating me and wanting me dead, or who knows what, and her, you know, and this other person, to everything's just cool now. So. Yeah. And I, I didn't, I'm not even blaming. All those things that you do before you learn that, it's the wrong way to live, you know. I would have just not doing them, and I get tempted once in a while, but it doesn't last very long. One of the things that you know, there's a number of things that really help me that I think are super applicable. One is she's not my ex-wife; she's the mother of my child. Um, and the other is if I'm ever, I don't find this anymore because we really do get on incredibly well. But in times when I was finding it super challenging. Or if I was finding her to be being challenging, um, I would actually let me rephrase this. I would find myself in a place where I was saying, didn't this work out perfectly for her? This is exactly what she wanted. She's got majority custody of my daughter. She's got this, she's got that, whatever. Didn't it all work out perfectly for her? Which again is my, all of that is the thought generated by my head, so we can pretty much guarantee that it's a lie when i'm in that place i meditate on the day that we got married and i think about what she was hoping our marriage was going to be because it wasn't any of this you know it wasn't how it turned out that's not what she was hoping for she was hoping for the the disney dream and so was i in that moment that's exactly what both of us was hoping for and it's not what we got but when I think about all of the hope that I know was in her eyes and the dress and the flowers and the cake and all that stuff, I just want to give her a hug. You know, I'm filled with compassion for what she was hoping for. And I come back to the truth, which is that this didn't work out perfectly for her. This isn't what she would have wished for. She would, you know, of course, of course she wasn't hoping for this. Mm-hmm. and nor was I but we're doing our best with it and and it, it just immediately takes the sting out of whatever moment I'm having where I'm like you know where again the lie is I can't believe I have to deal with this forever it's like one nothing is forever and two you get to deal with a situation that is so much better than it could be you know that my 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 um, separation is an a constant opportunity for gratitude. But again, it's a choice to perceive it that way. I have to have to 
not not work to see it that way but it's it it's not what how i default i don't default to spirituality i default to the human condition which is not normally but i'm also grateful too yeah why not well the question to me is why am i not reacting like i used to or i would have that i know that i would have it must be recovery. What else could it be? Because you're in a process of spiritual growth, and it's impossible. I think, to be honest, there is a cumulative effect that this program has where, like it or not, when you've been doing this for a while, you cannot hold space in your heart for negativity for particularly long. And so if you come into a situation like separating from a, a spouse, it's challenging for a moment, and then you're like, you know what? Who cares? Be kind. Be kind. That's what it was. Loving yeah. and kind. Be kind. kind and loving. How can I enrich her experience? You know, again, I mean, I, I think I might have talked about this before, but like I, I, when I was in that place of having 900 bucks in the world and that job came in that I had to turn down because it wasn't right for me, um, I was also living in a house owned by a guy who was a long time sober and he relapsed while I was living there. Mm. And, um, it became very. He was. He, I remember you telling me about this. Right. It, it got pretty gnarly. It got rough. So on on one morning, I woke up and I got on my knees and I prayed. I said, because I wanted something, right? I mean, it takes that for me to get on my knees. But I, I, what I said was, you got me into this house and I need you to get me out of it <laughs> because this is not an opportunity to be of service. This guy is not coming to a meeting. He's not done, mm-hmm. and I, I need out. And all I'm asking for in the world as a way to take care of my ex-wife and daughter. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't like trying to be clever with the wording and trick the prayer. I genuinely meant it. I genuinely meant just help me help them. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, maybe subconsciously I knew that if I'm in a position to help them, I'm also fine. But I had 900 bucks in the world. And 26 minutes later, I got a text that changed my whole world. Mm-hmm. So the key is this. If I then believe it's my money I'm asking the universe to stop the flow Mm. and if I ally to the idea that there's enough of everything Mm -hmm. help her she's the mother of my child that's what I do I I thank God now for the flow the flow of money because I don't know why it's coming but none of it's mine none of it's you know at the moment I ally to the idea that it's mine and they can't have it and I I block it I block the flow it comes it goes people still shit I just replace it it's just yeah I mean I, I don't it's not about not being careful with it or respecting it, no. but it's absolutely an energy flow. It shouldn't be wasted, but it's a flow. No, yeah. And the yeah. moment I try I and hold it or like keep it, money. or <laughs> yeah, but the moment I yeah. work on the basis of scarcity, scarcity is what I experience. And when I work on the basis of abundance, I experience flow. It's pretty amazing, all of it. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to talk about before we part ways and I take you home? I'm looking time. forward to the van ride. I really like, um, I, I don't know why, but I've always experienced being on the road with people as the greatest opportunity for bonding experiences. Well, this van is very dirty and it's huge. It's a beast. I'll run around in the back while you race down Canaan. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, I don't know. It's a beautiful evening. We're going to take a drive in the summer sun through the hills of Agora. Like, I'm, you know... I'm obviously awash with gratitude as a result of this conversation, but I'm just like, 
Look at where we are, right in this moment. I'm looking at mountains right now. Yeah, we're looking at these incredible mountains at the foothills of which there's a horse ranch every 10 feet. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way the sun, setting sun, is making the shadows is kind of cool on the mountains. We're in a house filled with people whose lives are being changed on a minute-by-minute basis. We have made friends with each other and Pat, who both of you came into my life very recently. That is why I showed up, because the value, I've always been isolated. I've never wanted to like do... like I, I made time to meet up with you guys because it's so tremendously valued to share with each other and it's it's, antithetical to what our alcoholism would have us do when I was um, there's a great uh, it was like pre-meme but this I saw this picture and it was like a little cute doodle drawing of this little alien character and it said next to the character I'd love to hang out but I have to go sit in my house by myself that's what I would have done but I love the wording the wording is so important because what it says is I'd love to hang out but I have to go and sit in my house by myself. Meaning, what my spirit wants to do is be connected to all of you. Mm. But I am chained to alcoholism. Like compelled. And I have to go sit in my house by myself. Because if I hang out with all of you, I can't hear my alcoholism. So my alcoholism is saying, True. Go home. Sit by yourself. Gets so loud when you're alone, but when you're with people... Dude, that looks like my van right there on the water thing. It's um, the Lonely Barber sticker. Yeah. I, oh, the Lonely Barber. He's everywhere. Really? I, I, I mean, no, I'm just kidding. I, I, I love the guy, but I, I love that there's a sticker just lest we forget. I see his girlfriend on Instagram, man, and boy, does she look hot. She's very hot. She looks pretty delicious. I love their relationship as well. I mean, I love talking about it, and it was exactly what we've been talking about, which is that, like, they stay because they don't have to. Mm-hmm. They want to be there because they don't have to. I think about that often, to. like daily. Yeah. The weird dynamic. It's like it's the real, the psychology behind it. And I think I want to emulate it next time. If there is a next time, something more like that because otherwise you feel trapped. You just talked about it. Like we're trapped. We have to check in. Like, you know, I don't want to be trapped. I just want to want to. Well, that's why the you know the thing I said to you before is a, is a meditation of mine, which is right in this moment I am perfect, whole, and complete, wanting nothing, needing no one. And if you meditate on that, by the time you arrive in this relationship, you operate on the basis of hang out or don't. I'm good now, before, and after. Either way, I'd love you to stay, but either way, I'm safe. You, are, you operate from an energy that's much more a force of attraction versus if you imagine the polar opposite to that being, if you leave me, I will die. <laughs> that person gets dumped within four seconds. I know. You know, the... It's weird how you can waffle, too, because I can be both of those. I how waffle. I can waffle? Or I can. I can waffle back and forth. One day, I'm like this, oh, and the next day, like I'm like that. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I mean, we, we've talked about the Jerry Maguire thing, right? Which is that, like, you know, You Complete Me is the it's the line everyone remembers from that film. And I think if you said that to anyone in real life... So romantic and so You would see unreal. a hole in the wall that was the shape of them as they ran for the hills. Yeah. Because no, no one wants to believe that without them... Or, like, 
I don't want to believe that without me, you will fall apart. Well, it just makes you think that they're a pitiful piece of shit. If that's, they need that's you, that's the other way of putting it. <laughs> well, not, not if you need me, but if you need any, if you need anyone, like wanting nothing, needing no one. Self self sufficiency is the most attractive quality in any person. Really, it's just I'm I'm good. I'm enough. I'm okay. Mm. You do not complete me. I am already complete. I yeah, I don't need you. People want to hang out with fuck employ be around that person and if you leave me like people don't give to the needy right they don't it's strange it's bizarre because they give to the people who don't need be and they're attracted to the people who don't need but the people who need one thing nothing needing they don't need they need something within them anyway we could go on forever i kind of want to end this and carter's right out there you might want to i don't know if you need to talk to him for a minute but if you do i'll go play ping pong for a minute yeah before we go just go hit the space bar and it's been fun hanging out yeah you want to do that sure okay good night everybody thanks for listening I'm afraid to touch computers.